This is 93.7 The Ticket. Look at me, sure. Look at me, sure. I'm the captain now. Three-time national champion, Vershawn Jackson. Touchdown. Vershawn Jackson, number 34, gets the touchdown. Terrell Farley, Terrell Farley. Terrell Farley. Defending Terrell Farley. Who last week in his first start was a holy terror. Number 43. And Jake Bakoven. Coming at you live from the Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Powered by Bauer. Here he is, Vershawn Jackson. As I'm riding down 75. University of Tulsa land. Oh, the Golden Hurricanes. Oh, man, you right by my Juco, man. You should have gave me a ride. We about. What were you going to do when you got there? Oh, I just would have went in there and took a picture with my old picture. <laughs> what was, when was the last time you've been to your Juco? 1994. <laughs> Five. That, that lets you know how much. You, that, that school was just a, it was just a dream, Terrell. It wasn't a dream because let me tell you something. Your picture, once you make All-American there, your picture is there forever. Harvey Grant and his brother picture were there when I got there, and they was in the league. But you haven't been back. I just want to go look at it. You know, you always want to look at a place where you started it all from. And I can say that from high school, but – my junior college started it all for me. You know, it was, it was a, it was a magical moment for me just to be that far away from home as a 17 year old kid who had just graduated and was really 12 hours away from home. So it's kind of special to me. Well, uh, if, that's what I'm saying. Why haven't you been back in uh, 40 just, years? Uh, I just probably ain't had a chance. Have you been out in that area? Uh, I've been close to it. Somewhat, yeah. Yeah, I've been in Kansas, but I was probably in uh, – I forgot the part I was in. But it, was, it wasn't it was far. Probably like yeah. an hour away. Hmm. But, VJ, um, in other news, college football news, um, K-State coach signed a eight-year, $44 million deal to be at Kansas State, which is $5.5 million a year. Um after winning the Big 12 title, um, upsetting the number three team in the nation, uh, lost to um, Alabama. Alabama in the bowl game, has probably nine starters coming back on offense next year and, and a ton of defensive players. Uh, my question is, I don't know if we overpaid or <laughs> or what, but this guy won the Big 12, and he's still not hitting the $6 million mark. So, you know, that's a good question for me to have for you. Well, first of all, what was the score in the K-State-Alabama bowl game? Uh, it, 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 that's not the point where we come. 40, 45 to 20 for what it's worth. I mean, they won the, okay, big, they won last, the big 12. Last, yeah, I know. Last life victory is what I'm saying. is, And I'm simply saying $5.5 million to Coach K-State out in Manhattan, that's a lot of moolah. You can Nebraska say requires an 8 or $9 million coach. I would imagine that Trev is 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 for for the money that we pay. I would imagine that there better be some type of results because Trev is a football guy, right? 
who was an All-American, former fifth overall pick in the draft. Let's not forget who the athletic director is. So the money should be well spent, and we'll know against Minnesota, was it? Now we know too that Did I answer your question? Nebraska was interested in in Chris Kleiman. Uh, that was one of the people that you know was was uh, you know there was a few of them that were um, reported. I think Chris Kleiman was reported as at least having a meeting with Nebraska. He almost he almost start he almost won too much at Kansas State. He kind of like got it going. You know, as the season progressed, yeah. it's just kind of like okay, well now why would you leave Kansas State? You already have it kind of built up. But that is, I mean, there is a, a monetary difference there. I, 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 I kind of agree with Terrell. It's kind of interesting. Um, you know, it. I mean, if you have, if you ask, just kind of ask the question flat out, would you rather have Cliss Kleiman at five and a half or Matt Rule averaging wherever he's going to average at? Um, you know, right now, obviously, you would probably land with Kleiman. But, I mean, we'll have to see. He's had four years at Kansas State. What does Matt Rule look like in year four at Nebraska? Yeah. Now, here, here's my take. I don't have anything against this, you know, what Matt Rule makes. But this guy right here, Cliff Kleiman, he, he came from, you know, South Dakota. He was with Craig Bowe, North Dakota State. Mm-hmm. So, he was with Craig Bowe. He's, he won four um, FBS titles by himself and seven overall. So he comes to K-State and he builds them back up because they was down at a point. You know, they was like Nebraska, you know. So my question is, like, this guy, he earned every bit. Now, my problem, not my problem, but my question is, Matt Rule, who hasn't coached the college football in three years, you know, you, you, you got to understand the Big Ten. That's my first question. Does he understand Big Ten football? Because this isn't the Big 12 right here. It is a totally different football when it comes to the Big 12 and the Big and the Big 10, you know, with the Big 10 being more a dominant, more run league or, or or 50-50, my thing is, but, you know, this guy, he came up from the rankings and he went to K-State and he did his job. Uh, I mean, again, I, I think he's a good coach. Uh, obviously, he wasn't a coach for Nebraska or he'd be at Nebraska. And I think $5.5 million dollars, Eight and a half million dollars. It's still millions of dollars to coach college football, and so I, I think, you know, what what do you think Michigan State saying right now? Yeah, they're they're <laughs> got a headache going on over there. What do, what do you think Texas A and M is saying right now? Yeah, yeah. You don't pay coaches that type of money until they impress me. That's what I would say. You know, because it's only one coach deserves that type of money. It's probably two right now. And that's Kirby and and that's Kirby and Nick Saban. You know the, the guys who win every year. You can put um, Ryan Day up there. You can put Jim Harbaugh up there. But the rest of the coaches, I I don't think they should be doing that much. Oh well, I, I just think if you, uh, it is what it is. That's uh, that we're in Rome doing what the Romans do. So you know you can't you can't you can't think for one second that all these people are getting paid in college football. And if I'm if I'm Chris, why would I consider coming to Nebraska to rebuild? Yeah. What would be my what what do I gain to earn by coming to Nebraska, even if they pay me eight million dollars? Well that's that would be it. That would be maybe two or three million more a year, but other than that Oh, they got yeah, but, but if you but, say but if you, you say can, this is an eight and three team, eight and a nine and three team this is not rebuilding. 
This is just a. a it's not nine and three, Terrell. It's four and eight. It's I'm, four I'm, and eight. It's I'm five and seven. Saying. It's three and not six or whatever it was, and three and nine. Well, one of your good friends now, Will Compton, was on his show. He said he sees Nebraska going nine and three. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to Will Compton you. drinking the Kool-Aid. Oh, wow. Yeah. I had to ask him another question. But <laughs> <laughs> so he's but, trying to get some, yeah. He's, I mean, at least Will Compton's at least using his name and what he's what he's earned to get Nebraska talked about, at least on his media page. If he if he says they're 6-6 six and six and, you know, <laughs> who's even going to blink twice? He's like, whatever, yeah, sure. <laughs> so, yeah, but I, but, I, but I think at this point we've got to be real, be realists about where we're at. Yeah. We can't keep going into seasons thinking that we are somewhere and we're completely different. Every year during Scott Frost's era, we seem to think that this that was the year. But you're steady losing people, and then you're like, oh, that's the year. No. it's It's been a year of turmoil year after year after year. So what does Matt Rule have to do differently this guy Frost and Mike Riley in order to be successful? That's the real question. Win. And like I said, it starts with, well, winning starts somewhere, though. It's getting the right players and putting them in the right position to make plays. That's what Coach Rule has to do. Figure out who your fullback is. Figure out your top three receivers. Figure out who's going to be your seven linemen that you're going to use interchangeably. Name me seven of the top linemen we got at Nebraska. Who is it? Who's the top seven going to be? Yeah, I ain't all quiet. Well, yeah, I mean they they've they've got to put it together, but it's it's interesting too. Like if because I think the pay thing is interesting. Um, you know, and and we can kind of just kind of throw it at the side, say it doesn't matter, whatever. But it, it, when you were kind of asking, that's like, what does Matt Rule have to do to be successful at Nebraska? And when I think of the Matt Rule hire, I think get Nebraska back to, um, you know, like you kind of saying earlier, that nine win standard, or at least, you know, I I don't. To me, it doesn't. It's not a failure. Oh, wait, but wait, wait, Bob. Hold on, Bob. I'm not telling you nine wins for me is Rule getting us back. I'm saying. Can we have a winning season and go to a bowl game? Yeah, and that's year all one. I want. In year one, yeah. That's all I want in year one is let's fight, fight, fight. Let's go hard. Let's lay it out on the field. And I mean everything. And then get to figure out a way we slide into a bowl game. Figure out a way we can play better than 500 football. Then I'll tell you, okay. We're starting to sustain because the teams that you guys named off earlier, like the Minnesotas, are, are we? Are you kidding me right now? Minnesota, we're comparing Nebraska to Minnesota. No, we are compared to the Michigans, to the Ohio States, to the upper echelons of the Big Ten, the Wisconsin. That's who we need to be taught. When they talk about the Big Ten and now the USC's of the world and probably the UCLA's, but when you talk about the Big Ten, Nebraska needs to be in a top five conversation. Yeah. In order to do that, again, infrastructure, infrastructure, infrastructure. And if you need me to call Big Slim to tell you what infrastructures mean, all you got to do is let me know. <laughs> 
But now again, when it, when I, I I'm still interested in the salary thing, just because what the expectation eventually, like you're saying, this is a building type of scenario. So it's not expect this in year one. But if you're playing, if you're paying Matt Rule top ten money, which you are, you're paying him top ten money to be a college football head coach. Eventually, do you move the goalpost to national championships, uh, conference championships? Or, or would you be satisfied if Matt Rule gets Nebraska back to kind of the nine, ten wins every year? Um, would that be, you know, would that be successful enough? Or because he's paid like a top uh, ten coach, uh, do you need top ten finishes? Are we, are we talking like after four years? Yeah, we're talking down the line. Of course, man. If we're back winning nine, ten games a season, you can't say anything but great job. You can't, you can't, you can't try to say we got to be winning national championships because before we won the national championship in '94, when was the last time we won it? Yeah, twenty-two years. Okay, then. But we didn't tell Frank Solis so, good job. We didn't tell Bo Pelina good yeah. job for nine and three. See, that's the thing; they gonna want more and more and yeah, more. Yeah, I, I mean, I, again, Bo Pelini was told good job. Bo Pelini made made nice money at Nebraska, and Bo Pelini, if he would have just been Bo Pelini to and not let people record him talking about the fans, he'd probably still be here. If they wouldn't have hired what's the what's the guy from Miami? What is his name? Sean Icors. Icors. Yep, yep. If they wouldn't have, if they wouldn't hire Icors from the University of Miami, who knows what happened? But it wasn't a Nebraska guy. Trev Alvarez is a Nebraska guy. I can I can go on a limb right now and tell you if Trev was there, I, I don't. I bet you both still would have been here. If Trev was there when Frank was there, Frank would have still been there. So, at the end of the day, this is a hire by Trev. I think he knows that this hire makes or breaks him as an athletic director. So he's going to pour in all the resources. And if I'm that rule, now that I think about it, hindsight, 20, if I'm anybody and I came to the University of Nebraska with the turnover and the term oil that has been going on around here, you got to pay me long term. Like I said to Coach Rule myself, Coach, this is a 20-year job. <laughs> and I think Coach Rule knows it's a 20-year job. And maybe in year 20, 18, if he gets lucky, 15, we'll be in the championship game. But if you guys are thinking Coach Rule is the savior and we're going to be in the championship game within five years, you're crazy. You're crazy. Now, we could be in the Big Ten championship game, but not the regular championship game. It's going to take seven, ten 15 years of constant rebuild. You gotta understand. Coach Osborne retired after 25 years, five of which was the best years of any college coach career. Go back and look at it. Coach Osborne's last five years of his career was the best five years of any coach in their last five years in college football. But it took him 20 years to get there. 
But that's not everybody's path, though. That doesn't just because that was Osborne's path doesn't mean that has to be. How long did it take Nick Saban to win his first championship, sir? Oh, in in totality at LSU or at at Alabama? It's got to be. It's got no. It's got to be in totality of his coaching career because Coach Osborne. Is his totality of his head coaching career was at Nebraska for 25 years. Yeah, but it's all different. Coach Osborne well, saying, overtook a top five team. Nick Saban had to work it out at Michigan State. He was never going to have a chance, you know. So, I mean, that's what I I'm mean, saying. Every, I, every circumstance I get it, but he different. had to fill in the shoes of a legend. I'm the just, same thing that Solich was asked to do. And I'm saying, what is Nick Saban's his head coaching career how many years had he been head coach before he won the championship? It would, would have been ten then. That's that's one great job. Yeah. Nick Saban had to get beat up by the legend in order to do it. Well, that's six of those years at Toledo and Michigan State. It took him four years at LSU to get to a championship game, and three years at Alabama. So I, I again, my hats off to Nick Saban. Nick's got it figured out. Yeah. Just like when you mentioned Coach Osborne and Nick Saban in the same light, you can. Yeah. Even though Coach Osborne's greater, I just a a tick. All right. But I am anyway. I can't. You (laughs) you guys throw it. I'm. You know me. I'm. Yeah. (laughs) He's a coach. Go big red. Go big red. We're gonna give a shout out to the the. The American Nightmare. It's his birthday today. He turns 24 years old. Happy birthday, American Nightmare, from the guys at 93.7 The Ticket. I'm Terrell Farley, the black shirt. I'm with Bach and the captain. I'm with the captain. All right. We'll be back.